0: Hey guys, before we get into this week's episode, I just want to take a moment and thank Podcorn for sponsoring this week's episode. If you are a podcaster yourself or thinking about starting a podcast, Podcorn is a great place to begin. Podcorn is a marketplace connecting podcasters to amazing sponsorship opportunities such as host read ads, interview segments, topical discussions, and more. With Podcorn, there is no middleman, so podcasters of all sizes can browse and choose opportunities that are Are right for their platform, set their own rates. So if you are interested in running ads in your podcast, then click the link in my show notes to sign up and start browsing sponsorship opportunities that are right for your podcast. Hey guys, welcome back. This week I want to talk about emotional wounds and I want to talk about emotional triggers. So let's start to understand what these two actually are because there are a lot of terms that we hear. And oftentimes, I know for me personally, when I was going through my own self-development journey, there were so many terms that were being spread around and I was like, well, what does that mean? And what does that include? And I've never heard that before. What does that term actually even mean? What's the definition? Like, how do I know when someone's gaslighting me, for example? So let's get into emotional and psychological trauma and really what it means. I'm gonna give you some tips on how to start really backtracking and healing from those experiences, and then let's give some insight on emotional triggers. So an emotional wound or an emotional trauma that you will go through, and the experience could be life-threatening, It could have been an experience where you felt unsafe. It could have been an experience where you did not feel loved, or you were not given the things that you needed, especially in that childhood stage of life, the things that you needed and you did not receive them. So even neglect is a trauma or a wound that can form within a person. So there are a multitude of different types of wounds that you actually can experience. So we're talking about assault, we're talking about violations, we're talking about being attacked, we're talking about manipulation, we're talking about shame, we're talking about guilt, we're talking about neglect, and we're talking about each of those experiences and what could have happened to you that caused you to have that wound inside of you. So wounds can be triggered by, or caused by three different types of things. It could be a one-time thing that happened, for example, 9-11, that was a one-time thing that we had never experienced something like that specifically before. And so that created a wound inside of people. It created also triggers inside of people. So the wound was, was that for example, people would not wanna go on planes anymore and fear flying. The trigger would be if someone actually went into a plane that the minute they walked onto the plane, they were thinking a thought of, oh my God, I'm going in a plane. What if it went down? Who's that person? And it started triggering all of these types of thoughts and feelings and anxieties just being on a plane or even at an airport in general. So the wound was the fear of going to the airport and flying because of the trauma that they experienced And then the triggers happened when they were actually in the airport on the plane and the thoughts that the thoughts that then arise Because of that wound that was actually inside of that person based on what they saw that one-time event that one-time experience that they witnessed you can also experience wounds based on ongoing abuse So if you are continuously cheated on, if you were a child that was continuously put down, continuously given fear and shame, you're going to cultivate a tape that has to do with that experience that you're witnessing. So if mom was really neglectful and didn't feed you, didn't bathe you, or emotionally just wasn't there for you and completely ignored you, the more you the ongoingness of that event happening over time created the wound. So the wound can be a big trauma that happens, like for example, a 9-11, uh, you know, getting into a car accident, someone breaking into your home, or whatever, something very traumatic that happens to you, or it could be a multitude of like little traumas that happen, that little neglect every day that you receive from mom that then created that massive wound inside of you now traumas that we experience that created wounds inside of us in childhood are really the most predominant and those are things that are going to stay with you sometimes for a lifetime if you don't know how to heal from them so when we're a child we are completely vulnerable to what we're witnessing what we're seeing treatments that we're getting things that people are doing to us We're completely vulnerable to them because we don't have the ability to choose we are not educated as a child to be able to know what's actually going on so because we're in that vulnerable state of not knowing how to handle what's happening what happens to us we just absorb and then we carry on throughout the course of our lives and so and I always say this is that most people live their life living through their wounds So when you are gaslighting, manipulative, passive-aggressive, giving someone the silent treatment, um, getting jealous, feeling insecure, all of those things that we feel and that we can experience from being a human being, you're experiencing them through the wound that you already have inside of you that was put there years and years ago. And So most people are completely unaware to all of this stuff. And so they live their life through these wounds They don't apply for the job that they really want They don't go talk to the person that they see at the restaurant that they think is attractive just to have a conversation with them they they don't live the fullest of lives because they operate from that scared space from that fear from that wound and when we talk about um, really, healing from that stuff, the only way you can fully do it is to really get introspective on what am I doing? what are my fears, what are my worries? what are the things that I dread, and really starting to uncover what those things are that were again created and put there years ago. so now, as an adult, adults can do the same thing as children in the sense that they're vulnerable to traumas that they experience because the adult even though they're physically big bigger they're not emotionally mature they they haven't emotionally grown they haven't learned any of this stuff so a child odd for obvious reasons not knowing how to handle a trauma is going to look very similar to a grown man not knowing to handle a trauma because both of them don't know the proper steps in order to to handle that experience in front of them. So most people when they, for example, get cheated on, won't know how to heal from that because they're just completely unaware. And so that cheating event causes the wound and then creates that scarcity, that wound inside of them and then that creates the life that they live or the, the life that they have because they're living through that wound. Meaning, maybe the person now that's been cheated on doesn't wanna go on dates or is very fearful. And part of this is normal, obviously, because you went through something traumatic. But to let the trauma dictate your life is something very unhealthy. And so learning how to make sure that your traumas and your wounds do not dictate your life is really what this channel is kind of all about. It's normal to have Fears around going back into an environment that once caused us pain That's your mind actually doing what it's meant to do, which is keep you safe now the problem with that is that because most people live very asleep they don't realize that they're operating through life based on that very unconscious part of their mind or part of their brain that is supposed to be doing what it's doing, which is keeping you safe. But there's also another part of your brain which has reason, which has logic, that it can say, is this true? Is this what my, what my mind is telling me? Is that true right now or is it just trying to keep me safe? And most people don't have that moment where They can decipher between what's What's real and what's not they just automatically listen to the mind and keep going and going living their life again Unconsciously and living through their wounds rather than a person who is more aware Or has that self-awareness to say do I want to believe that do I choose to believe that that's where you start to really form self mastery now emotional triggers are really the emotions that you'll feel based on that wound. Let's say gun to a car accident. You getting into a car again and it could be the first time you get into a car or it could be 10 years later And you still experience some triggers from getting into a car. It's going to be the anxiety you feel It's going to be the emotion you feel it's going to be the tears that come up It's going to be the anger that you feel the frustration of how dare you or why did this happen? it's going to be all of the emotion that comes up Based on that wound that you experienced based on that situation that you had to go through So the situation created the wound which basically tells the mind. Hey, we went through this. It was really bad So the next time you even get close to it, I'm gonna give you things I'm gonna give you these little signals these tears these this anger this frustration this anxiety I'm gonna give that to you in order to trigger you to stay away from that So that's your mind doing what it's supposed to do. So the wound again is based on the experience that you went through and it's basically the tape that your mind will play that's looking for this experience again in life to keep you away from it. And then the emotional trigger is the emotion that you'll feel when you get close to it. Now, when you get close to something that triggers that wound doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to feel fear. You could actually feel rage. You could actually feel angry depending on What that wound is and how you initially felt from it or how much you've actually healed from it? I'll give you another example if you were cheated on for example a multitude of times by someone that you really really loved and Then you start dating someone else and they're a really good person and they do something that seems and your mind sneaky or weird, but even though it's really not it's just your mind creating a story that or a problem that really isn't actually there Whatever they're doing. Let's say they're like just texting or whatever that might trigger you To not become sad and feel the sadness that you once felt when you were cheated on years ago It could actually ignite anger in you because now you're putting that new person in the same category as the old person and the anger that you feel for the old person, you're now taking it out on the new person. That's why it's so, so important that when you feel something, anything, other than peace, happiness, contentment, joy, you experience those things You don't always need to know why (laughs) no one's like "Hmm, why do I feel happy today like no one cares we're happy let's just like ride on that wave but sometimes we do sometimes we go in the back of the mind and we go wow I'm really content and happy right now why is that and your mind will construct a story it'll say well I feel like I'm in a good space and the Sun is shining and I'm with my friends and so you, everything that you feel is always going to be based on a story that you tell yourself. So whether you're experiencing the good things like joy and happiness and peace and contentment, you might want to know why, which is a great thing. Because in those moments of you knowing why you feel those amazing things, then that Presents gratitude. That's when you then step into feeling blessed feeling grateful Now when we experience the uncomfortable things like anger and sadness and frustration and insecurity, etc, etc You always want to know why you a hundred percent never want to not know why you feel angry and just experience anger Although a lot of people do a lot of people live their life very unconscious to what it is that they're feeling and when they do start to feel something they just feel it and they just live through their emotions. So those are people that do not have emotional intelligence. They do not have self mastery because they're not inquisitive to even know why they feel the way they feel. Now, if you know why you feel the way you feel, or you can at least start to Break down those stories then you can get to that foundation of like what's really going on Like I always say when you experience anger, you're not really experiencing anger. What's underneath anger is always going to be sadness It's always going to be frustration. It's always going to be disappointment Think about any time you were ever upset with someone. Why were you upset? You were disappointed in either something that they said, you were frustrated in their behavior, you were sad because of the outcome of what happened. And instead of dealing with the sadness, you masked it with anger and frustration. So that's why it's so important to get to the underliningness of the trigger. If I'm triggered and she's doing something or he's saying something and that triggered me and I feel something, I want to know what I'm feeling and I want to know why I'm feeling it, which is the story. I want to know what's the story that's being cultivated in my mind that's making me feel angry towards her or frustrated with him. So that will really, really start to help you not just heal, but it's going to help you to start becoming more in control of you and not being so reactive to life. So again, I hope you have enjoyed and I'll see you guys next week.